0: This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze.
1: Hi, Sue Freeze here, and it's just so good to be with you today. Another week, another month, another four months, and counting and uh you know this whole thing going on right now and you know what i'm talking about we're in 2020 right um and fourth of july fourth of july independence celebrating our freedoms celebrating independence how free do you feel right now how independent are we really i think that our freedoms have been stripped from us i think that our independence is has has changed and um Before I got on the air, I was talking to my Facebook friends because I go Facebook Live first, and I was distressing, stating that we need to open up our blinders a little bit and and, uh, seek to understand before being understood. I get that. I will also say that all lives do matter. All lives matter. Not a chosen few, but all lives matter. And I think we all need to be focused on the golden rule. And treat others with the respect and the kindness. We just need to treat, treat others the way we would want to be treated. How about even maybe better? That'd be okay. The word of the day would be freedom. Another word of the day would be independence. And another word of the day for me is kindness. Just being kind. Looking for opportunities to, to be kind. Because we're all stressing. We're all in this together. You realize that, right? We're all in this together. And we all are gathering information. We're all trying to figure out where the truth lies. And we all have our own belief systems. So I, um, I really like Rick Warren. And so this article is from him. And uh, the title of it is, You Will Never Face the Future Alone. And I don't know about you, but I definitely don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone in this time. And I want to know that my, my comfort and my peace comes from my Heavenly Father. And I'm hoping yours does, too. So the first thing is, is to ask yourself where you are in that, in that understanding or in that belief system. I'm, are you a believer? Are you a follower of Christ? Do you understand what that means? And if you don't, I would start there. But if you understand that, then you're held to a higher standard. You're held to a standard of what Christ tells you and, and is expecting out of you. And that's not a scary thing, but you have to understand what that is in order to to fulfill that that purpose. So here's a scripture for you. It's Isaiah 43, 2. When you go through deep waters, I, meaning the Lord, will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. That's kind of a good, good scripture, isn't it? Kind of gets you through the day. This is a stressful and unsettling time, isn't it? And you may feel like you're going through it alone, but you're not alone. God sees what you're going through. God cares about what you're going through. He's right beside you, no matter the situation or circumstances you may be facing, And I get it. We're not all facing the same circumstances. There's other life happening, along with the things that we see on TV and Facebook and all those things. We have real life happening too, right? If you're in business, you know, you're trying to make the business doors stay open. You're trying to keep your employees employed. You're trying to make the bills. As a mother, you still have to take care of your children. You have to find food for the table. You have to make sure that the laundry is clean and all of the other things that come along with now homeschooling. Add that to the add, add that to the list, and then the husbands being responsible for the families, mostly and 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 protecting them from anything and everything that could come their way. they're responsible for their families. What a responsibility that is, especially in this time and this age. There is nothing to fear when you know God is near, no matter what you face in the future. You will f- never face it alone. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Satan will plant all kinds of seeds of doubt and fear in your mind. Like, what if I get sick? What if the economy tanks? What if I lose my job? And you will undoubtedly face anxiety from other sources too. This reminds me of the Lord, you know, I pray about what uh, subject matters I should talk about on this show. And about two months, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, the whole title was what if, what if, because it comes up so often. What if, what if give those fears to Jesus and remember God promised to never abandon you. You don't have to know what the future holds because you know who holds the future. God promises when you go through deep waters, he, I, will be with you. Again, Isaiah 43, 2. Talk it over. What are some of the fears you're feeling right now? Ask yourself that. What are the fears you're feeling right now? What keeps you from giving them to God and trusting him? How would your life change if you put your total trust in God? Ask him to strengthen your trust in him. Give hope, prayer, and encouragement. Give. Give it. Give hope. Give prayer. And give encouragement. Rick Warren, plug into God's power to receive freedom. Another Rick Warren. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Has the sun set you free? John eight thirty six. The world defines freedom as a life without any restraint. I can do anything I want to do and say anything I want to say without anybody ordering me around. Everybody else may get burned by you, but you get to do it your own way. The world says you can have your freedom, but only by being totally selfish. Ask yourself, is that what you want? Hmm. Yet the Bible says the only way to true freedom is through Jesus. If the Son sets you free, then you will be really free, or free indeed. Is the scripture the way I read it? Is if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Real freedom is freedom from fear, where you're truly free from guilt, worry, bitterness, and death. You're free to quit pretending because you're free to be yourself. You know, when I read that, I just feel like going, ah, because we can get caught up in the guilt of choices we've made in the past, decisions we've made in the past, choices we've made in the past. We can worry, but does it really make a difference? Does it change anything? No, it doesn't. We can get bitterness because we uh, don't forgive. And that can make us very old. Okay, inside, outside, it's like rot from the inside out when we're bitter. And it creates death. So the bitterness is from unforgiveness, so we need to forgive, don't we? That's easy, right? Not so. But we have to make a decision. It's just a choice we make to forgive, even if somebody doesn't deserve it. They don't deserve to be forgiven, but you're called to forgive anyway. Why? Because you're held in bondage. It's your prison if you don't forgive another. I've lived this. I can tell you firsthand that when I chose in my head, before my heart followed, I chose in my head to forgive somebody that didn't deserve it didn't ask for it, but I chose to forgive because I wanted to be freed from that bondage of unforgiveness. And once I did that, the bitterness, kind of that root of bitterness just was pulled out from me. And thank God that he brought people into my life that could talk and breathe into me to tell me this is what you need to do in order to get freed from this. Because otherwise, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known that there is a procedure. There's something that you can do. There's a choice you can make that's going to make your life better. Does it mean everything is hunky-dory when you're a Christian? No. Okay? Let me just tell you, sometimes it makes it more difficult. I can tell you that firsthand. Because the devil doesn't want us... To fulfill our purpose that God created us for. Do you realize that? And the closer we get to making that happen, you have a stronger battle you're going to fight, the closer you get to the successes that that God has created you for. And they're not for yourself, okay? The successes he creates you for are not for you. They're for other people. So, again, talk it over. How have you experienced freedom through following Jesus? If you struggle to believe God loves you, why do you think you have unbelief in this area of faith? If you struggle to believe God loves you, is that where you are right now? Is that you? If it is, there's something that you need to do. First of all, talk to him. Look up. Reach up. And then talk it over. How has God shown his love to you? Okay, I could spend a whole radio show on just that for me because God shows up and he shows up when I'm not expecting him really, but he just shows up. I just want to thank you right now for tuning in to the Sue so show. And today's been a tough day for me and being here with you has just uh, made it a better day. And it's made it a better day because I feel like I'm giving, I feel like I'm giving of myself and I'm doing what God wants me to do. And I feel that when we stay in alignment with that, when we're in alignment with what God wants us to do, it's a better day. So these people that are out there damaging and destroying property and hurting and killing people, it's a tragedy. It's a it's such a tragedy. Such disrespect and disregard. For what? God wants you to live in freedom. Let that sink in for a bit. Just let it sink in. In fact, the Bible says freedom is your calling. God doesn't want you to live in a buttoned-down, constrained life. He wants you to have an abundant life. Some of you... In your belief system or the way you were raised, you might believe that that's not true, that God really doesn't want you to have an abundant life. Now, abundant life means different things for different people. You know, lifestyles are different for different people. Financial security is a different level for different people. So just understand that abundant life, you know, define that for yourself. What is abundant life for you? What is it? If you're not living a full and satisfying life, it's not because God doesn't want you to have it. Did you hear that? It's not God not wanting you to have it. So if it's not God not wanting you to have it, then who is it that's holding you back from having it? If it's not God, you're right. Look in the mirror. So a choice needs to be made. What can you do differently? If you don't like the results you have in your life, What is it that you can do differently today, a habit that you can start forming today that's going to change the outcome down the road? Things don't happen like that. Okay, people that are successful or that have more than maybe you have and you're comparing, don't compare. That's the worst thing you could do. But if there are people that have something that you don't have, it didn't just come like that. Normally, it's because there's been preparation involved. There's been lessons learned. There's something that's caused that. So just understand that. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, and I'm so glad that you're here. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining in today. And San Diegans, thank you so much for listening in. And I'd like to connect with everybody listening right now. I mean it. I really want to hear from you. So can you remember, next time you're like not driving or something where you have your phone in your hand, can you just remember to type in com? Sue fries, spelled like fries, one word dot com. French fries. OK, so SueFrenchFries.com. Just remember that and go there. And I want you to scroll through my website and I want you to get to know me a little bit. And then I want to get to know you. And the best way to do that is to sign up, to subscribe, to be part of, of, of this family, to follow the Sue fries show. Um, put your information on there. Um, there's just, you know, a name and something there. And then how can I pray for you or any comments? Okay. So anything you want to write there, if you need something, if you need prayer, whatever, just contact me and let's, let's, uh, let's communicate. Can we do that? I hope so. If you're not living a full and satisfying life, it's not because God, God doesn't want you to have it. So I wanted you to hear that again, and that's why I read it again. God wants to set you free from the pain of your past. Regret and resentment keep you from being all that God wants you to be. Regret and resentment. Look, I learned this firsthand, too, many, many years ago, and we can beat ourselves up all day, all night for the rest of our life. And let me just ask you, what is that going to do for your future, for the people that you're leading, the people that you're... Um, affecting, okay, because you are. It's best to just let that go, learn from it, and move on. Jesus also frees you from the pressures of the present. The everyday complexities of life can lead to stress and exhaustion, which distract you from hearing God and following his plan for your life. There you go again. The devil wants us to be distracted. And God wants you to be purposeful in your life. Finally, pessimism about tomorrow is a trap from which Jesus set you free. You no longer need to worry about the future because God is in control and he is good. He is good. So plug into his power. The same power that God used to raise Jesus Christ from the dead is available to you today. And that lets you live in freedom. The same power that blew the door off Jesus' tomb will blow open the prison doors that hold you back. Four reasons for Christians to celebrate Independence Day. Do you want to know what those are? July 4th marks the birthday of the United States. Many commemorate the occasion with fireworks, cookouts, or displaying an American flag. But are there any biblical reasons Christians can find to celebrate Independence Day? Scripture offers at least four clear reasons. Are you ready? Number one, gratitude for religious freedom. First, America offers significant religious freedom for Christians and others to freely worship. The United States continues to operate as one of the nations offering the most religious freedom worldwide. Do we want to hold on to that? I know I do. How about you? Did you know that more than one-fourth of the nations in the world, 53, includes some form of legal restrictions or prohibition toward Christian activities? In many places across the globe, you can lose your job, be arrested, or even find yourself sentenced to death for following Christ. Yet in our nation, we can attend the church of our choice, openly read the Bible on our own or with others, and openly pray to God. Man, I, I, I just, uh, the thought of not being able to do that is, is overwhelming to me. It's just overwhelming to me. This nation enjoys great religious freedom. This is certainly something to celebrate and fight for. Number two, appreciation for those who defend our freedom. Second, Christians can thank God for those who serve and have given their lives to defend our freedom. This includes past military veterans, current military personnel, as well as honoring their family members. We don't do this enough. I'm telling you, we don't do this enough. Anytime I see a veteran or know of a veteran, I'm just saying thank you for your service. And you should do that too or more. But I'm thankful for my freedoms. I really am thankful for them. And I know it did not come free. And it did not come easy. Easy. We often forget our freedom of religion and other freedoms can only continue if our armed forces protect our nation and national interests. While this does not mean we have to agree with every military decision or conflict, we can be thankful for all those who serve and their families. Number three, thanksgiving for the opportunity to participate in government. We can thank God for the opportunity to participate in the democratic process of our nation. Governing leaders are ordained by God and are to receive honor from those who follow Christ. Romans 13 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Are you getting that scripture? If you want to look that up, I think we should keep that uh available to us when we need it when we're talking to people is Romans thirteen one. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. I have to remember that. Romans thirteen one. Further, our nation offers the ability to participate through voting, advocating for issues important to our values, and even options to run for political office. Whew. contrast this situation with the tyrannical Emperor Nero who led the Roman Empire during the New Testament period, and you'll quickly appreciate the opportunity to have a voice within the political process. I don't know about you, but the political process right now is, is just uh, a mess. It's just a mess. Thankfulness for peace with family, neighbors, and friends. But you know, we need to have governing factors. We need to have that. That's what gives us our our guidelines and our rules so that we can keep within boundaries that are acceptable. And there's people that believe we don't need things, and I don't want to get too political, but I will tell you this, is that if I'm in trouble, I want to be able to dial 911, and I want to have police at my aid. I want that. And I'm really upset that there's people that are trying to take that away from me. I pay my taxes, I work hard, and I deserve to be protected just like anybody else. So I really am frustrated with that whole situation. So number four, we can express appreciation for a nation at peace. If you lived in Syria today, your home and community would live under the threat of civil war. In many parts of Sudan, you would live in fear of your town being attacked by rebels. Well, we don't have to go there, do we, right now? If you were a Christian living in Iraq, you may be forced to flee for your safety. There's people that are considering that now, even living here. What's happening? Think about it. We can at least take a moment to thank God for the peace he has provided for our family, our community, and nation. As Jeremiah twenty nine seven teaches, we can seek the good of the city where we live and work to impact those around us with the love of Christ. Jeremiah twenty nine seven also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. In this article, I'm trying to figure out, it doesn't have a date on it. But it's by uh, Dylan Burroughs, Reasons for Christians to Celebrate Independence Day. Well, we do need to celebrate our Independence Day, and we have to fight for it. Because something's mentioned here. You know, it sounds like we're somewhere else when all of these things are happening right here, right now. I also want to thank uh, Venturians. I, I forgot to thank everybody that I need to thank. So I want to thank San Diegans, Venturians, all the way up to San Luis Obispo at KUHL. Um, and the, and also KKLA, which is where I'm sitting right now in the studio, to um, to give this message to you. And I, I just really appreciate you joining in with me. Um, you know, put a little heart, put a thumbs up, say something to me uh, on the air I'm on Facebook Live, and also reach out to me. I want to hear from you, okay? So the seven best Bible verses on freedom. That's going to uh, be in on part two. I'm going to talk about that. So I'm going to read from Sarah Young's in his presence, and here's what it says. I am the truth, the one who came to set you free as the Holy Spirit controls your mind and actions more fully. You become free in me. You are increasingly released to become the one I created you to be. This is a work that I do in you as you yield to my spirit. I can do my best handiwork when you sit in the stillness of my presence. Focusing your entire being on me. Just sitting in his presence is a very quiet place. It's a very quiet time. And you can hear his voice if you ask and just plan to receive. Let my thoughts burst freely upon your consciousness, stimulating abundant life. I am the way and the truth and the life. As you follow me, I lead you along paths of newness, ways you have never imagined. Don't worry about what is on the road up ahead. I want you to find your security in knowing me, the one who died, to set you free. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 8:32. So this is part one, and I stay tuned for part two. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard? Or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call Ecola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Powerful termite and pest control.
0: As gentle as a butterfly. E. cola, 877-332-BUGS. termitelady.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze.
1: Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services, for sponsoring this show. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, I'd sure like to hear from you. Um, I can help you. I can guide you if you're new in the business world and you're wondering if this is a good um, avenue for you to get new customers. We're always looking for new customers, and um, yeah, just contact me, Sue Freeze, like Termite Pest Control. Thank you so much. We uh, take care of pest. We take care of termite. We take care of rodent. We do road exclusions. We also do insulation. We are now uh, dealing with the in-service um, mosquito trapping, which is an awesome new product that we have. And mosquitoes have become really a thing. I mean, crazy. And I don't know. It can ruin your time outside. So we want to get rid of those mosquitoes. And uh, let's see what else is there. That's enough for now. Uh Please call us. We'll give you a free uh, estimate, or we can price pest control, usually over the phone. And we'd love to hear from you and be your uh, first choice or second opinion. We just want to make sure that you're taken care of, and uh, Ecola can do that for you. So call them, would you? Termitelady.com or 800-332-2847. All right. So part two, we're talking about freedom. We're talking about Independence. And so part two, we're going to start with uh, uh, Lee Marion Klett, and she wrote an article on seven best Bible verses on freedom. I really like to know what the Bible says about the topics that we're talking about. I think it's really helpful to just, you know, lean on scripture and know what God says, because we want to follow God, don't we? We want to do what he wants us to do, not what we want to do necessarily, um, But it just, you know, it makes it a little easier to make choices when you follow what he wants. So this Independence Day, let's take a moment to reflect on the freedom only found in Christ, the freedom from sin and bondage. July 4th, also known as the 4th of July and Independence Day, is one of the most observed holidays across America. Every year we celebrate the freedom and grace we all enjoy with barbecues, parades, fellowship, and fireworks. The Bible has a lot to say about freedom and liberty. In fact, it's only through Christ that we have true freedom. Freedom from the bondage of sin because of his sacrifice on cross. God bless America. So some people that are maybe new or not sure about if believing in the Lord and believing in Christ and believing there is a God, and I mean, if they're new to this, they might be wondering how to be freed from the bondage of sin because of his sacrifice on the cross. And it's kind of hard to accept, you know, that the sins that you've done, the choices that you've made can be totally forgiven, totally forgiven. You know, Um, it doesn't mean natural consequences don't follow because they do. But to be forgiven is another level, and it's a spiritual level. And for a long time, I know personally, it was hard for me to understand and and before I understood it, I felt unworthy to receive his love or anybody's love for that matter. And that's a lie from the devil. The devil doesn't want us to understand that we are lovable, that we're worthy, and that we're um, able to receive God's love and, and that God's grace is sufficient, that it can carry the burden. And so um, knowing that is could be the first endeavor or the first request that you might have your heavenly father ask him to reveal this to you so that you can experience what he has for you i would hope that you would want to do that because life without christ i can tell you firsthand that it's empty it's um self-serving it's there's so much burden and this self-talk that comes and it enters your heart and enters your mind and it can cause you to just self-destruct if you allow it but if we choose him and choose his ways and in order to do that you'd have to read the bible and understand what he's asking of you and understand that you were created for a purpose and maybe that purpose is only you can fill Only you were. You were chosen. You're the chosen one to do a certain something. And a lot of times people I see, they work, 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 and they're not really passionate about what they're doing. They really don't have passion, but it's bringing in an income. But, you know, when they talk about it, it's not like they get all, I don't know, just smiley and feel good about what they're doing. I don't know about you, but I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference in this world do you want to make a difference in this world? And even if you just want to make a difference in your own family of origin, if you want to make a difference in your own family with your mom and dad, sisters, brothers, and maybe your children and husband, maybe that's all that matters. Maybe that's that's your your circle. And that's okay. It's a great place to start because our families need attention, don't they? But until you truly understand The sacrifice that God made on your behalf. That he sent his only son. Those that are parents understand the sacrifice there. If you're not a parent, you might not understand. So Bible verses on freedom. Are you ready for this? I love these. There's seven of them, and I love that number also. So number one, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again a yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1. Listen to that. Freedom Christ has set us free. That means everybody. There's no color in here. Everybody. The freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Be free. Stay free. Number two, in Christ, in him, Christ, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Ephesians 3.12. So if we truly have a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father, if we truly do, then there's strength in this. And we can understand we can get our our confidence from understanding who we are in him. Number three, live as people who are free. Live as people who are free, not in bondage, not in slavery. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but living as servants of God. This is something I've discovered is that being a servant, God is asking for each and every one of us, if we're believers, to be servants. We're to serve one another. Not slaves, servants. We're to serve one another. That means if you need something and I have it, then I'm to give it. It means if I can do something better than maybe you could do it, then maybe I should ask if I can do that for you. We need to serve one another. And do it with a joyful heart. Do it with the joy of giving. It feels a lot better to give than to receive. Did you realize that? Yeah. So that was 1 Peter 2.16. Number four. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 8.32. So what is the truth? What is the truth that's going to set you free? You need to get in his word so he can reveal it to you. You want to know the truth, don't you? I want to know the truth. Because I want to be set free. You should want that too. Where's the truth? Where's the truth in everything that's going on right now? Where's the truth? And where's the lies? Big question. Number five. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's 2 Corinthians 3.17. Number six. I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. That's Psalm 119.45. Something just came to my brain, which happens sometimes. And uh, it was to bring up 91, Psalm 91. If you are feeling not protected right now, if you're a woman who's going through a really trying time, if you are in an emotional or a physical, abusive situation, if you're not knowing what to do, I want you to take your Bible out and read Psalm 91. Just read it. And ask the Lord to just give you the comfort that is there. Because what he's saying in that scripture is that he is your protector. He's your protector. He will protect you. Psalm 91, somebody needed that scripture, and I just gave it to you because the Lord said, give that scripture so look it up psalm 91 number seven to him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name okay did you hear what that said that's acts 10 43 okay that everyone who believes in him do you believe in him who's him jesus do you believe in god do you believe in jesus He who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Have you sinned and fallen short of the glory of God? The Bible tells us that we all have. All have fallen short of the glory of God. So if we've all fallen short, that means that we need forgiveness of our sins. And it's through his name that we will get them. His name, Jesus In the name of Jesus. We are all fighting a battle right now. And the battle is not necessarily flesh and blood, even though we can see that there is battle in the flesh and blood. But it's also in the spiritual realm. People wake up there. There are things happening and it looks one way, but it's really something else. So please. Pay attention. Ask the Lord to reveal to you what's going on right now protect what you can be bold when you need to and when you don't be discerning please psalm 91 protection it's interesting number 7 in in this thing it says acts 1043 and and 1043 it's 143 and you know do you remember back when we were texting and we only had the texting the little beepers the little not the phones, but the beepers where you could text and you get a text on a little beeper. Do you remember that? I know I'm I'm, I'm dating myself. But um, my kids and I, we we would put 143, which meant I love you because one is I and the four is love, L-O-V-E, and then the three is you. So we would type 143, meaning I love you. So whenever I see I love you, when I see 143 anywhere, it's like the Lord speaking to me, telling me, Good job. Keep it up. I love you. And so it's just kind of something that's kind of silly. But a lot of times I look at the clock, and every time I look at the clock, it's got a 143 in it. could be 1143, 1043, uh, you know, 143. And uh, I just happen to glance at the clock at that time, and it's like, wow, look at that, 143. And it's just so cool. And And those people that know me, they understand that that is one of my things. And it's just one of the Lord's many ways where I know you could say, oh, yeah, it's going to be there at least once, once a clock's right. What? Two times a day. Okay. But just because I'm looking right at that time, it just makes it something special for me. Okay. Call it what you may. Anyway. So um, I want to hear from you. Okay. So go to Free, spelled like fries, one word dot com. This is the Sue Free Show, and I've been on here for 10 and a half years. Oh, it's hard to believe, but really not. And, um, you know, I want to tell you about a book that I wrote. It's called Learning to Breathe. And it's a book about asthma and about my son. It's a journey with my son about asthma. And um, it's got a whole chapter on there about the triggers that cause the asthma. And a lot of people don't understand the connection between the asthma and E. And the connection is, is that I was working for a traditional pest control company for 20 years. And during that time, my son was growing up and he had asthma and I would rush him to the hospital. I almost lost him a couple of times. And it was a very scary time as a parent to, you know, your, your child can't breathe. You know, anything that's going on with your child, you want to make it better, right? You, you just want to kiss it and make it go away. Well, um, in these circumstances, I was looking for other ways to get rid of the common problems. You know, we're all going to have bugs. It's almost recession-proof. Good for a pest control company, but not so good for others that don't want to deal with the bugs. But, you know, we can get rid of them, but they come back. Okay? Uh, so it's something that we have to constantly be focused on um, to get rid or take care of or control the pest problem. Because some of these pests do carry diseases. So we want to make sure that we're taking care of that. Roaches, actually, um, it's a known fact that areas in which there's a higher population of roaches also has a higher count of asthmatic children. And there is a connection between roaches and asthma. Also, with the uh, rodent situation, because the rodents, they poop in your attic, let's say. And then that, um, the poop... (laughs) so funny to say poop, but the poop ends up powdery, and then you turn on your air conditioner your heater, and then you're flowing, you're taking that air from your attic, and it's going into your breathing space. So your indoor quality now is is uh, contaminated, and you're breathing that, you're inhaling it, and that's not really healthy for you. So the best thing to do is to get rid of that. So if you have a rat in your attic, they're urinating, they're pooping, and You want to clean that insulation out, which Ecola does. We do a clean out and sanitize it and deodorize it and all that. And then we put new insulation in so that when you turn your air conditioning on or you turn your heater on, you're going to breathe better air. And it helps with your energy bill. So it's a double plus. Um, It's a good thing. So With the asthma, um, I had a horse accident, and I was always thinking that it would be a good idea to write a book, but I never had the time to do it because I was running a company. And then I had this horse accident where I had to heal, and I um, wrote this book during that time of healing. It was a six-month process process. And so if you want a copy of the Learning to Breathe book, it's a journey, but it also talks about when I received the Lord, how I came back all excited, thinking that I had the answer for my family. And my mom brought me in and said, Susie, my your daddy and I have decided to get a divorce. And I said, no, you can't do that because I just found God and God's going to fix it. But you got to give him a chance to work. But that isn't how it went down. Um, God had another plan and my parents chose to do something different. And therefore, there was a lot of stories after that. Alcoholic stepdad uh, abuse. Uh, a lot of things happened during my growing up years that I think um, caused me to be who I am. And it's all in how we look at things. And for me, I could be a victim. But instead, I chose to say, I'm better because of. And I think I am because I can relate to a lot of different things that have happened. I can relate to other people that might be going through similar situations. And I think that is a good thing. And I think all of us have a story. All of us have personal things that have happened to us and we've dealt with it because we're still here and we've dealt with it. Or maybe we haven't dealt with it and we need to deal with it. That could be too, right? So all I'm saying with all of that is that we are who we are because of things that have happened up till this point. And before I got on the air um, on, on part one of this, this show, I was talking on Facebook about that our, um, our belief system is our reality. And that goes for everybody we come in contact with. I was talking to my roommate Janice, and I was telling her that you know, sometimes you know, our message can be the same, but based on the person, you kind of have to, you have to uh, buffer or filter your delivery of what you're going to say based on the person that you're going to talk to. I mean, for me, I'm pretty tough and you can just talk straight with me and I would rather talk to everybody like straight like that. But there might be people in my life or in my path that I would have to like take a breath, think about my delivery and maybe present it in a different manner in which it would hit or reach them uh, on the level of heart instead of head because people can get defensive. People can create this wall to where you're never going to get through And if the goal is to win-win or goal is to understand, and also to be understood, but first to understand, then we we definitely have to take into account the person we're talking to. And a lot of times we don't know. Like I meet a lot of people and I don't know their story. I don't know what they've been through. Do you know what I'm talking about? You meet people and you're, you know, wow, this person's really together. But are they really? I mean, what are they suffering with even right now? What are they fighting? What are they struggling with? Because we're all struggling, we're all got things that are going on in our lives and we all need support. We all need each other. And we need to find safe places to be able to talk about those those serious issues, those down deep vulnerable, you know, those those issues down there that are really deep. There's things right now where I'm I'm questioning, you know, why am I why am I feeling that way or why am I thinking that way or what happened in my past that caused me to react that way? And I and I find that when I ask those questions like why, Sometimes I get the answers right away and sometimes it's a process. And process sometimes isn't easy for any of us. But just let me tell you that it's worth it. It's worth it to go through the process. It's worth it to ask the questions. In part one of this, there were quite a few questions that were asked and uh, it would be really good to listen to part one of this show so that you can ask yourself those questions and find out where you fall, where, where you are in the process. Because if our goal is to be the best you or the best me, then we have to ask those tough questions and we need to answer them. We can think all day long. You know, it's like I have friends that will you know, I'm trying to think or I really have to think about that. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, we do need to think. But for how long? And I need an answer or you need an answer. We need an answer because in order to move forward, you can't stay in thinking mode. You have to take action. You have to, you know, knowledge isn't where the power is. It's in doing You know, it's you have to do something in order to have that knowledge have an effect. So it's not in the knowledge. It's in the doing where the motion happens. So if you've been thinking for a long time, it's time to stop thinking and start doing. And I think that you're going to be a better person and, um, you know, so on and so forth. Okay, so um, I was going to read a couple scriptures here out of this book, Sarah Young. And here's the scripture. For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. God who works in you. So are you allowing God in your heart? Are you allowing God to work in you? Are you asking him, the Holy Spirit, to give you discernment, to guide your walk, to guide your words, to guide your thoughts, to even guide your thoughts? Hold captive those thoughts that are not going to be healing or encouraging or discern you got to discern those thoughts because you know we can have a self-talk that's really negative for ourselves and it's not helping us grow and we can change that self-talk do you know you have the power to change the self-talk and one thing you can do is go to Sufries, spell like fries one word i want you to go there and click on the ims go on there and in the bible in matthew it says you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind because our mind is a very strong strong tool but we can guide that mind by what we listen to also you can guide your you can your health by what you put in your mouth what you see these are all things that are going to affect you either positively or negatively and we have to constantly be learning John fourteen six. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There's religions out there that believe in God, but maybe not in Jesus, or they don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God and died and rose again and so on. But right here, it's telling you that, that Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father, which would be God, except through me. So what is that telling you right there? To me, that's telling. That's very telling right there. So go to Sufri, spelt like fries, one dot com. I want you to go there and I want you to connect with me. I want you to be honest with me. I want you to tell me what you think about this show. I want you to be honest and tell me how I can improve this show. Thank you, everyone. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless. Bye-bye.